We open on a dimly lit hallway with a seven hours earlier text across the bottom. The camera begins to slowly come across the glossy window of a doorway. We see the text on the window, evidence locker, and a shadow passes by on the other side of the glass. A jump cut to a shot slowly scrolling to the right, looking down row after row of shelves and file cabinets filled with boxes, files, and large assorted items in carefully marked bags. There's the sound of someone shuffling through a box and then sifting through pieces of paper. The view is getting closer and closer to the source of the sound. Feet move around and another box lid opens, followed by more shuffling. We jump cut back to the hallway that we began, where a man in uniform is walking towards the doorway with a key ring in his hand. As he approaches the door, we cut back to the being, surrounded by shadows, looking through the box and finding a file, and begin sifting through it, when the lock clicks. The shadowy being quickly looks over its shoulder and ducks out of sight. Officer Todd Lamech opens the door fully and begins to walk in the room when a shiver goes down his spine. He slowly unbuttons the flap on his belt that holds a canister of mace and keeps it ready to go. Who's in here? Silence. Uh, you're not supposed to be in here unless you're accompanied by myself or the captain. Show yourself now. He takes a few steps further into the room, and the hair on the back of his neck begins to stand up. Todd is uneasy. There is no sound other than his footsteps, and yet he feels as if there is this dark, rumbling sound slowly building up in his ears. Todd looks to the end of the room where a light is out. In the shadows, there seems to be a dark silhouette. It is large, and it looms over him, even from a distance. Okay, I don't know who you are, but you'd better come out with your hands up. I will mace you if you do not comply. The shadow begins to move, and as it steps into the light, it seems to shrink in size and suddenly is much less menacing. It's John, and he has both of his hands up. In one hand, he has a bag, and in the other, he has a cup holder containing two drinks. All right, all right, you got me, Todd. Nice police work. Todd immediately relaxes. John, what the hell are you doing in here? You know you're not allowed in here without me or the captain. John laughs. I'm not up to no good or nothing. I'm on night duty tonight, and I saw you were too, so I came to bring you a little food and some coffee to keep you going. Todd pauses and then smiles. Hey, thanks, bud. I appreciate it. John sets the items down on the desk. Now, I know you prefer donkeys, but this Mama Java's place is pretty damn good. So I got you a nice cappy and a nice little scone. He hands the coffee over and then pulls a box out of the bag and slides it across the desk. I gotta get back upstairs, but it's good to see you. Hey, thanks again, John. Don't mention it. The second the door shuts behind him, John's smile disappears. 
We cut to him standing beside his own desk as he puts down the coffee. He opens the bag and pulls out a file. He opens it up and looks at the stack of crime scene photos and one of a little girl. He then pulls a stack of newer photos out of his desk. He compares them, goes over a few of the pieces of paper, and then he smirks to himself and says, this time in his own voice, Interesting. So why come back now? He then throws the stack in his hand on top, and we pan down from his face to see the new photos lying on top of the old stack. Surveillance photos of Natalie. everybody welcome to myth takes uh it is me colin parker and you know what let's change it up let's go in reverse order who am i joined by today do i need to say it in reverse or just start with (laughs) no you don't have to put it down flip it and reverse it you can just uh hi i'm jordan (laughs) that was incredible how did you just do that (laughs) i spun around backwards You have just so many talents, and it baffles me. Okay, sorry. I kind of like spoke all over your actual name, though. (laughs) Who are you again? My name is Jordan Reed. Fantastic. I am Stephanie. And I'm Graham. And I'm Colin. And Peggy. (laughs) And Peggy. (laughs) All right. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) I am so immature. I just made myself crack up with that. Um, just as a very quick refresher, I know that we just did it, but let's just super quick talk about it. Garth is on his way, technically, or he will be briefly, or momentarily, rather. Um, he'll be leaving in the morning on a on the first plane out, um, so you guys will be meeting with him very shortly. Um, Graham, as Lucy, tricked his way past the old man, who I didn't give a name to. I'm going to call him Old Man Jenkins, because that's a classic name for an old man. He tricked his way past old Detective Jenkins, uh, who just, you know, wanted to do his goddamn crossword puzzle, uh, (laughs) and then accidentally threw open the door um, as John is the the only name that has been dropped, which was dropped by uh, Old Man Jenkins. Um, And uh, he is, you know, talking to Natalie, and he leaned in and revealed to Natalie that he knows her real name. Um and that's when we sort of went into bullet time uh, and Lucy went to attack him. But instead, Natalie was like, and just like hexed the dude and his gun just it done. It done fall apart. <laughs> um, so the gun is no mo. Um, but uh, he kind of stood there in shock. I think everybody did for a brief second. I think nobody necessarily expected that to happen. <laughs> um. And then he kind of stood up straight and dropped the Boston accent uh, and said, you know, what an interesting turn of events this has turned into. What a twist. Yeah. He, he turned to him and said, what a twist. 
then he said, silly rabbit jokes are for kids. Here's all the different jokes. Okay, um, so that's where we left off. Um, I'm, I think we should probably resolve this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to get the three of you together. <gasps> I was going to um, say, do I have the floor in this instance? Yep. So, uh, Mr. John just, uh, like, revealed himself. Natalie, or I don't know your name, for the record, is sitting. You like, know my name? I don't know your name. Okay, I was going to say. I don't know your name. But uh, I, I, I'm setting the scene I think here. he's talking as Graham, not as yes. Lizzie. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, in this room, how many chairs are there? Are there just two chairs? Yeah. Ah, oh, dang it. Well, Sitting on the table. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so if, if Luke, Lucy just like walked into this room and is very kind of like wide-eyed, like I'm confused. I close the door behind me. I I take a breath and I look up with a smile and I go, "All right, so let's just clear things up. Who are you and who are you?" And I look at and I look at Natalie. Why don't you start first? As I'm kind of, and as I lean back with my arms crossed, right next to the door. I'm Natalie. Natalie, lovely to meet you. You too. That is a shitty band, John says. <laughs> and he says, ha ha, I joke. No, but seriously, uh, people like me are the reason they once showed up on your iPhones unexpectedly. <laughs> Lucy, I'm surprised at you. Um... I mean, I guess I'm surprised a little bit that you're here. Maybe I shouldn't be, but uh, I don't know. At the same time, what's more shocking to me is the fact that you don't seem to to recognize me. First things first, uh, Natalie, uh, is it okay if I call you that? Yes. <laughs> what's with the whole choker and the uh, the powers? What do you got going on over there? Who are you? Um, I'm not sure if I am ready to reveal all of my cards just yet, but you can call me John. Okay. I'm Natalie. You know that? Yes, I I, I definitely know that. Uh. Um. Uh. Okay, yes. well, listen, I'm yes, going dear? to go ahead and help you both out. I don't, I don't know why I'm calling you dear. I'm like, I, I look about the same age as you. Because you're like mid-20s. 21. Oh, never mind. I am older than you. Where I look. Okay. Well, okay. Lucy, I would imagine. Oh, sorry. That's well, not Lucy I, I, talking. I look, that's, that's Graham. I, I appear right. a good bit yeah. older. <laughs> I was about to be like, you're technically much, yes. much older. Yes. But you're <laughs> right. you didn't, you, Lucy didn't say that you did. Mm-hmm. And see, that is why character voices matter. Yes. Um, this has been a PSA. Um, okay, sorry. So go ahead. My bad. Didn't mean to interrupt. Continue. Uh, were, were you talking? Sorry. Huh? <laughs> Me, dear? Are you asking who I am? Yes. Oh, my name's Lucy. Hi. And I'm here to kill one, both, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. What? Yes. Huh. what I do? I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I'm sorry. You didn't do um, anything? Can I did, go? Did you see the same thing I just saw? The whole, the lights, the flashes, dis- disintegrating his gun. You're what led me here. What? But I don't like this guy. Huh. Wouldn't be the first time you've said that. 
Huh? And, and, and I'm picking up on anything. Like, do I, does this guy ring a bell at all to me? Uh, no. Okay. There should be, like, here's the thing. You know when, like, you feel like, I I know that I know this. It's like, one of those things where it's like, it's on the tip of your tongue. Oh, yeah. But you can never quite okay. get there, And that's right? probably pissing off Lucy. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, not to make a, you know, joke here about, like, my brother, my brother, and me. But, like, it is familiar, but it's not too familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's not too not familiar. Okay, great. We've all gotten through that. Um, no, but like you, you can tell you've met this person before, but for whatever reason, you have no recollection of, of them. It's like the exact same thing with that actor, Sam Rockwell, when yes. he hosted SNL, he's like, I'm the guy that you're like, oh, I think I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's fantastic. Yeah. He is yes. very, very funny. It should be noted that Natalie, like deer in the headlights and back and forth between John and Lucy, like a tennis match. Big yeah. eyes, like. <laughs> um, because this is, you know, radio res, people uh, won't know that uh, being true to form uh, as an actress, Stephanie has been embodying this exact performance <laughs> since we began the episode, um, or since we started the scene. John just sort of quietly laughs to himself and says, hmm. Well, it seems that maybe that old fool has uh, been up to more than I expected. Huh? Oh, that's not for you, dear. That is for... Oh, look at me. Now I'm using your words. Huh? Old fool? Because <laughs> then it clicks. And she's like, are you a friend of the doctor? Oh, please. Don't tell me we've met somewhere before. Well, yes, we've met quite a number of times, Lucy. No wonder I hate you. Hmm. We've met, uh, hmm. Gosh, I think I probably lost track about maybe two or three centuries ago, I would imagine. And this is what, and this is what, like, raises the eyebrows, like, oh, really? So not, okay. Yes. Well, here's the fact of the matter. You did just attack a police officer. Sorry. At least one of the, I don't know, authority of... Uh, figures that you have here on this planet. Sorry. Um, hmm. The fact of the matter is that even if I weren't a authority figure here, I that just simply wouldn't do. Please. You know none of that matters in the long run. Attacking hmm. a police officer, simple misdemeanors, whatever. Oh, no, Who no, are you? Lucy. The, here's the thing. Maybe you haven't been on this particular world enough to know that uh, that's technically a felony. <gasps> and uh, the other thing is, is that, um, hmm. well, it seems that we might be running out of time. Um. And at that, he turns to look out the window. And sure enough, old man Jenkins is now walking towards you and going, oh, hey, you can't go back there. What are you what are you doing? I'm finding my purse. <laughs> Clearly, you, I don't. Well, I don't yeah. care. I, right. I, I mean, Lucy doesn't care about Jenkins. He's coming at you, but uh, he's got his. He's got his gun drawn. Not gun drawn, but like again, just like earlier, hand on the holster. You know, a couple of days away from retirement. Like he's not about <laughs> oh, to. No. He's not about to have some crazy shit go down. Especially because he can tell just from the we- fact of the way that John is standing. That he is unarmed. Which which way does the door swing? Into the room. Into the room? Mm-hmm. Natalie uh, runs uh, to the door, closes it, 
takes a chair. Wait, oh, sorry. I'm all, I've already, already have the door closed, closed, and I'm like leaning okay. next Never to it. Never mind. As in, I'm not letting anyone through this door. That's what I was making sure. If anything, I'd be like, honey, can I use that chair? I had the same, I had the same thought. Yes. <laughs> Take it, please. Can someone please explain what's going on? I'm sorry. And I, I do it, I, for the record, I, I, I do it actually what Steph was about to do, where I, I take the chair and I shove it against the door. Like under the handle. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, now you've held us all hostage. This is going to turn out quite well, I'm sure. Do you think I care? Who and are you? Now uh, we're going to cut away. It is now kind of like late in the evening. Um, and uh, Garth, you're you're packing your bags. What are you What are you packing? What are you bringing? I'm not bringing much. Uh, I do not check a bag. I only do carry on. Um, I have a laptop. I have a like a ton of um like those sort of on-the-go chargers for mm-hmm. my phone. I have my, what was it? What do we say? It was a pear watch, a grapefruit watch. What do we say it was? I think it was grapefruit. I have my fancy watch. Uh, <laughs> I for sure have my Google glasses on that don't look great. They just look like very dated glasses. I have a few books on like even some of those corny books like Weird Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> local folklore books. I have some books about witches, um, maybe even about the occult, about paganism, perhaps. Don't forget the kombucha. I do have a little. T- I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Oh uh, yeah, the booch. I, I'm, 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 I'm sipping a booch as I'm packing. Um, again, it was free. Don't like it. Um, <laughs> and I think that's about it. I'm just kind of packing quick. I found the next flight. That was going to be leaving uh, out of what's the closest airport, Cleveland, and um, I guess that's what I'm doing, packing quick. Okay, great. And so I, I think basically another big thing that I'm curious about with Garth, he he knows that he's going into a very peculiar situation, right? Oh yeah. Um, and just in case that I haven't made certain things clear before. Masshole 25, um, uh, sorry, and this isn't for, for you because I think, I'm pretty sure you guys know this, but this is for someone who just recently asked me this, but Masshole 25 was one of the, uh, sources for this big expose that, that Garth was writing about witches and stuff, mm-hmm. right? That's how mm-hmm. they initially began talking, right? And that's the reason why Masshole said they know we've been talking, right? They know that we have a connection here, right? And it's like, you know, Garth was like, look, the, the thing's coming out next week. Like, you know, just chill, right? So they're starting to, you know, something that actually I think kind of really kind of comes into play here is in the playbook for Monster of the Week with the flake, it says, uh, you know, like part of like the description of the character and sort of like like their little blurb about the character, he actually mentions, I spot the patterns. That's how I found the monsters. That's how I help kill them, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I Garth is, I'm assuming, well, actually, sorry, before I get to that question, let me ask you another question. Okay. Um, have you ever seen, or sorry, has Garth ever seen a cryptid before? Oh, for sure. But it's one of those things where even if there's proof Garth was there, there's really good video footage, there's excellent photos because Garth is an advocate for having good audio and uh video equipment Mm -hmm. 
mm. um, while you're out, not hunting, but I guess investigating or mm-hmm. uh, collecting data. Because it, it looks like every single person's photo ever of a Bigfoot is on a flip phone. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, so Garth makes sure to like, he has great uh, photos. He has a few photos of when he went to Florida of the skunk ape on his actual thing, <laughs> which was one of the trips that inspired the whole thing. Um, he has what he thinks is one of perhaps a Flatwoods monster. Um, none of a witch because, or, or witches, because I guess it's, they're a little bit difficult to identify unless they're like, quote unquote, in full form or if they've gone <laughs> super saiyan. Um, but yeah, I mean, Gar- Garth has great, um, still photography evidence video evidence and audio evidence as well fantastic so what was so between all those uh what was the very first one you ever saw skunk ape florida okay um so you know how did he track down this skunk ape well went to florida on a family trip uh garth is i think the only one left of his family that's in and around well, no, he moved to Painesville. So Garth's family is from kind of all over. His family moved around a lot because his parents uh, traveled for work a bunch and relocated for work a bunch. Mm-hmm. But uh, within the last few years, maybe let's just say like five to six years ago, family vacation in Florida somewhere, not necessarily like by Disney or whatever. I, I'm not sure if the Everglades are close to uh, the magical world of Disney. I don't really know. <laughs> um, but it was in and around the Everglades. And he was wandering at night because he was like, oh, maybe it'd be fun to like, you know, go look for the skunk ape because I have nothing else to do. And I've had maybe a little bit too much family time for today. So oh. he's gone out and was looking around and then saw it, did not snap a uh, any good photos that night, went back out the night before, sort of like learned perhaps where it might be, was using his intuition a bit. Not that like it was like any special skill, but he's like, oh, well, it stinks a lot over here. There's probably dead animals, maybe there. And he went over there. Um, so yeah, it was from a family trip. He got his first good photo. Awesome. Um, and so one of my last questions here, um, about this particular topic is, um, when he first started writing, right, you know, on the blog and, you know, coming up with these, you know, long form articles and, you know, giving proof and, you know, living existence essentially and sort of making it his, um, his, you know, little side passion or maybe main passion just while happenstancing while, oh my God, I can't speak English anymore. Um, but while he, you know, happens to also be working at the, uh, you know, at the grocery store, mm-hmm. what was the initial response online? You know, like obviously you now have internet acquaintances, right? But did yes. that start off right from the get go or did it take some time for you to sort of build a base of people who a believed you, but also that are now kind of constantly like writing into you or commenting or, you know, like helping wherever they can. It took a bit of time to get a little bit of a following because, you know, you, you post anything about the paranormal or specifically cryptids in Garth's case, and you have a lot of fair weather readers. You have people who are just searching stuff for something and they go on the rabbit hole and they maybe stumble across your pretty, uh, humble blog. Um, but then over, I would say maybe over like two years or so, uh, after a few good stories about the Bray Road Beast, um, 
it ended up getting a little bit of traction because perhaps there wasn't too much information about the Bray Road beast or the Bray Road monster um, in and around this time. And then people realized like, oh, this is actually kind of well written and like there's good documentation, not necessarily evidence, uh, although there are a lot of followers who who uh, or people who follow Garth's thing pretty closely where they think it's proof, it's evidence for sure. Other people are just kind of into it and they just like, I don't know, escaping for a minute and looking at what they think are phony photos of monsters even though they're they're good ones but uh yeah does that answer your question it does absolutely okay so um that i i think that that sort of information is is important to know right because obviously these are things that will come up uh but also it's always good to know sort of how a character got to this point and um you know if you think about it like in terms of like how the game works right everybody Mm -hmm. here is level one right so like we're about to, like, you know, obviously he's kind of been out and explored a little bit and kind of found some creatures. But this is, I would assume, the first time that maybe he f- has felt like he's in some real danger. Um. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah, I would think that this would, this, this would probably be the first, uh, I guess, case or story where Garth was literally asked or begged to come to a certain location because it was popping off. Right. Um, so the last thing I want to know before you hit this plane, right? Um, yeah, well, yeah. Before you get on the plane, obviously you're not going to walk up to it and just punch it. Like it's not going to do anything. Um, <laughs> boom. It's like, come on, fly. Feels pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, wow. You're a hard boy. Okay. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. That was, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Okay, well, there we go. I just said that on mine. Um, on the internet, That's that lives forever now. So, jokes aside, getting serious. Uh, what is, you know, what... So, obviously, like, you know, he, he's, he, he's got a little bit of this information, right? He has this article that he's been working on. Um, he's been called in for, for help and everything like that, but... Mm-hmm. Help me, what's, Garth. You know, what's... Yeah, you're my help only me, Garth. Hope. You're my only hope. Um, what is, you know, what, what is Garth's plan? Like, you know, has he, you know, has he, has he figured out how he's going to find this witch and, you know, capture it or, you know, do whatever, you know, like what is, what is Garth's plan? No idea. (laughs) Garth feels, uh, very much so like he, uh, has this sort of weird imposter syndrome happening here or he's in way above his head. But he's like, well, if this is if this is the next big thing where I could gain, I don't know, an even bigger following to my blog or I can gain more respect or I can like get some stuff that even though I'm posting proof online, people still dispute it or don't really think it's true. But Garth is looking at this as sort of like a hopefully well, a kind of mutually beneficial thing, even though Garth doesn't necessarily want to go too far out of his way. While he's there, he's just hoping that there's some weird stuff. He can get a good, uh, a few good interviews, maybe some photos, maybe do some wandering around. But really, Garth has no idea except to document stuff, um, observe a bunch of things, and do a bunch of research on the plane. While on the plane, he is listening to Abhorrent Decimation, which he's back <laughs> to metal because he's getting himself uh, in the zone. I love it. I'm also so glad that without even having to be 
prompted. You've you've given us the weekly dosage of music. <laughs> um, fantastic. Okay, so um, basically, this is technically the moments of him getting on the plane are uh, a little bit further into the future than where we're at with uh, the folks over in Massachusetts. Um, but uh, you know, this is sort of our, our last moment of, of Garth in, in Ohio. You know, Garth is getting on this plane and sitting there and dealing with the whole hustle and bustle of the busy airport and people picking seats. By the way, what airline are you flying? Frontier, because it's very inexpensive. Mm, okay, so United. Um, do, do you get to pick your seats on that? or? Uh, well, you can, but you have to pay extra for your seat. And since Garth is flying alone, he's just chosen to wing it. No pun intended. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Uh, and, yeah, so Frontier will sort of just assign you a seat at random, uh, especially if you're just flying alone. So he doesn't he doesn't mind. He doesn't care. Gotcha. Uh, what seat did he get? Uh, he got a window seat <laughs> uh, somewhere in the middle of the plane. And he was and he thought, this is fine. Uh, but I guess okay. he would have that exact same response to any seat he would have gotten on the plane. Right. Um, okay. I lied. I do have one last question, right? Because I do think that this is like the sort of thing that like as certain scenes unfold and maybe some sort of uh, slight, almost like a slight montage a little bit of, you know, events that are happening um, in Massachusetts. And then suddenly you cut back over to just like Garth on the airplane, like, eating a little bag of peanuts or whatever, right? <laughs> um, and then it cuts back to kind of the high tension in, in Boston, or not Boston, sorry, Massachusetts, I mean, and then it cuts back and, you know, Garth is taking a little nap or something. <laughs> my, my, one of my last questions is, you know, obviously you can't take your booch on the plane. Yeah. Uh, so when they come by and ask you uh, what drink you want, uh, what are you getting? Water, but I ask for the bottle because I am, like, just in case someone were to ever, like, put something in it and uh also because like i'm kind of on high alert because i've been told to come to massachusetts really quick so i'm like who i don't know what i'm what i'm getting into this could be extremely serious Mm -hmm. so i'd rather just avoid any issues at all costs and if that means opening up my own comically sized tiny (laughs) bottle of water then i'll do it fantastic um i know like that may seem like a silly question but like i think that that for some weird reason to me, all those questions really tell you who a character is. <laughs> um, so back in Massachusetts, right, we're a couple hours out from the time that he actually is going is to land and be there. Uh, you've just put yourself in a situation where now old man Jenkins is, is banging on the door. He's, he's, he's very upset. Um, you are now holding a police officer hostage. In a, a police precinct. What's that? And a civilian. I don't know. You could be in on it. Shh. You know? So, my question for you is, is um, what do you do? <laughs> I mean, I want answers out of this guy's. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm less interested in Natalie because she doesn't seem, like, aggressive. <laughs> Except for the fact that she just melted a guy's... Yeah. I mean, not melted, but you know what I'm saying? She yeah. dusted a guy's... Yeah. But with, with the questions in the recent conversation, she seems more lost than aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, this other dude, though, pisses me off. And yeah. knows something that I want to know. So what does this look like? You know, what Are you now interrogating? You know, like, is this, is this an actual... 
yeah if anything if anything once he starts throwing around like the old man and like something about knowing me before and centuries these words just get rattled around in lucy's head to the point where she just she she runs up to him and she does the whole like she she, like like grabs him by the collar and she's like who are you (laughs) what do the numbers mean yeah (laughs) um okay um if that's the case roll plus sharp bud uh for what sorry what what am i doing roll plus sharp plus sharp i am Ooh, I got five. <laughs> okay. Um, Lucy's not very composed right now. Okay. Well, you don't get to ask any questions. <laughs> um, essentially, your tactics, they don't work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're just sort of asking questions, and John is just sort of ignoring them. You know? Um, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I mean, like, you know, if, if it, obviously these questions that are on this list for, for these things, right? aren't what you say out loud. Yeah. But like, you know, the the questions that you do have that you would say out loud to get further answers, he's just... It's like those, you know, popular videos you... <laughs> it's like those popular videos that you see on Twitter where it's like someone who's like dancing, but they're like putting their hand out and they have words fly in oh, on yeah. the screen <laughs> and they're like... Blocking out like bad vibes, money <laughs> problems, right? It's like, Aww. you know, phone calls, mm-hmm. whatever, right? You're throwing out sentences essentially, and he's just kind of pacing around. He's see, like the opposite version where it's like love and support, and they're like, nope, right? <laughs> my, talking to my friends and family, nope, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting good grades, nope. Um, can Natalie, uh, Natalie's gonna speak up right now. Sure. She says, Excuse me, I'm really sorry, but there is a woman who is dead and she needs our help. Can we do something about this? Mm, yes, she is. Oh, quite, quite dead. Um, it was. Uh, it was pretty gruesome, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Lucy, what, it's yeah, something what like this. Like it? Lucy's like, and she's not coming back. What did you think she was coming back? She's dead. Can we please help her? Help her with what? I don't know. She needs our help. Something's coming, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, something's coming. Oh, that's the word of the evening. Uh, Lucy, uh, like uh, Lucy, probably like like lets him go, and, and she like throws up her hand. Now she's like like walking around the room, like something's coming. Yeah, something's already here. Hey everybody, it's Colin, your keeper, your pod boss, your best friend, and your hopefully soon to be employed big boy um <laughs> i uh i've been applying to a huge amount of jobs lately uh and i've been in the process of talking with the company and i i think that that could potentially be a career right there so uh that would be pretty fantastic so everyone keep your fingers crossed i'm hoping to hear back from them very soon about final steps that would be quite lovely but we're not here to talk about my job search we're here to talk about our sponsors, and also what's going on over here at the Scavengers Network. So let's talk about our new friends at Tushy, which is hellotushy.com. 
You can turn your bathroom into the private spa oasis you've always wanted with a tushy bidet. Every spray to your booty hole will transport you to a relaxing spa experience in the comfort of your own bathroom. Now, why a bidet, you may ask? Well, wiping your butt with dry toilet paper is so 19th century. It's time for us to catch up with the rest of the world. Uh, it's pretty easy. It installs in 10 minutes. Uh, it fits pretty much uh, every... I mean, it definitely fits all standard toilets, but most one-piece toilets as well, some of those old, older toilets. It'll work with most of those. Uh, it's very easy to do. You just unscrew the toilet seat, pop it on, connect it to water, and you're ready to go. Um, they've got some really great products over there, not just the bidets, but they also have uh, bamboo toilet paper, um, which is just definitely a lot more eco-friendly. Um, they've got some nice little towels and everything. They're, they're a great place, so go check them out. Um, so here's your Scavengers Network exclusive. Uh, you can take 10% off of your first order with uh, promo code SCAVENGE. Pretty sure it's in all caps, so promo code SCAVENGE. Just redeem it at hellotushy.com and start having a healthier bathroom and poo experience. Um, so let's talk two quick things. Let's talk about the Patreon. www.patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Um, I would like to give a real quick thank you to Colin O'Brien, Daniel Miners, Daniel Spencer, uh, the Hannahs, and James Anderson. Um, they are all current sponsors of the scavengers network. Um, and uh, they are helping us make the stuff that we want to make. Uh, we are getting ready to roll out some bonus content for this show in particular. Some bonus episodes will show up on both feeds uh, because some of them will be relevant to the storyline. Uh, and I think that we don't want to keep any of those a secret from anybody. But any of the stuff that's just purely building up our lore and our universe essentially is going to be an, an exclusive to patreon um so a good example is an episode that we are going to be recording soon um that we are working on is a little episode of sort of backstory on lucy of lucy dealing with the apocalypse happening on another planet and um it's gonna be an it's gonna be a hard challenge i'm not gonna make it easy for lucy and uh the guests that will be showing up on that episode to be the inhabitants of that planet. Um, they will have to work together to try and save the planet, essentially. And um, either Lucy will win and save them, or she'll fail. Um, and as we've discussed on the show before, Lucy has had some successes and some failures. Sometimes there's just not much that an angel can really do. Uh, sometimes the situation may be a little bit too far gone. Um for, for anything to really be saved. Uh, but I think it's going to be exciting. We've got a lot of really cool stuff. Morgan's got a really cool little five-minute audio drama to sort of talk about her family and, you know, uh, her heritage, essentially, her character's heritage of being half succubus, half human. Um, we might also do... I mean, I know we're at some point going to do a Making Myth Takes uh, episode, sort of like a behind-the-scenes thing to talk about some questions, but we're probably also going to do another bonus behind the scenes uh thing at some point just to talk about character choices and 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 stuff like that and some some improv based things um i mean really just talking about what it is to do this show essentially and the last thing i want to talk to you about is actually about 
the process of making this show and everything like that. Um, Discover Pods is holding a 2018 Discover Pods Awards. Uh, they are calling for nominations of shows. Uh, we really want to look here. Here's let me put it like this. I'm going to put a copy of the link to the nomination page, um, in our notes section here. Uh, it would be just incredible if people would go out there and just take a couple minutes to, uh, nominate myth takes to nominate, uh, any of the shows here on the network. Um, myth takes, I'm, I'm pretty sure is the only show that has premiered this year on the network. Uh, every other show was was created in 2017, so this is our only show that would be eligible for new show or best new show. Um, but there's all sorts of categories that you can mention things for. If you get to a section where you don't know of a show um, to put in, whether it's from us or from anyone else, like if you're not a true crime person, you can just leave it blank. That's fine. Um, but if you can go in and fill in as many of the sections as you can with uh, shows that are scavengers network or the shows of our friends from the mbim bambino podcasters facebook group if you follow any of those podcasts podcasts such as uh fate and the fable maidens they're an amazing family friendly uh D actual play show um but just because they're family friendly doesn't mean that they're not enjoyable for adults you know what i mean um it's still a lot of really great narrative storytelling it's just there's no cussing you know and no Majorly adult themes, and I think that's great. Kids on Bikes, we've talked about them many times before, friends of the show, um, and a couple of them will definitely be showing up in some of our bonus episodes and stuff like that as guests. You know, uh, I never saw that. Uh, the episode that had Ken Marino on it is easily one of the best episodes of any podcast this entire year, um, so that is a good show to suggest. Um, you know, basically, even if you're not going to recommend us. Just get out there and recommend something. So, as I said, um, I'm going to put the link in. All you have to do is is scroll down, like when you get to that page, you just got to scroll down a little bit. There's a little button that says nominate here. And uh, then you just fill out the damn form. You know, you just go ahead and put stuff in. Um, Best Podcast Production Company, The Scavengers Network. Um, you know, you can talk about different shows. Uh, there's two pages of, of, of things that you got to talk about. But again, um, you can leave things blank if you're just not sure what to write there. Or you can write to us, um, you know, at Myth Takes Cast for some suggestions. You can write to uh, uh, us personally if you want to ask any of us about our favorite shows. Um, we've all mentioned our Twitter handles multiple times on the show. You can also usually find them in the show notes. I try and put them in there every time. And, uh, let's see, one last thing, I know I want to try and keep these things shorter than this, but, um, okay, um, so that is that, uh, so we're gonna get back to the show, this episode aired on the 25th, if you're listening on the day of, or if you're listening after this episode was October 25th, which means that the next episode is on November the 8th, um, I'm going to go ahead and address it. That does mean that the episode that comes after that is on Thanksgiving. So that episode will maybe drop either a day early or a day late. Um, I think it just sort of depends. I I, I know that I'm going to be doing things with family and stuff. And 
I don't know how many people are going to be listening in on that day. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll still post it the same day and I'll just understand why the numbers are going to look different or whatever. But um, I want to post it on a day where I think more people will have more time for it. Um, so maybe maybe I'll just post it early. I, I don't know. I'll try and keep you updated on that. We'll talk about it again on the next episode. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Again, Myth Takes Cast, hit us up. Uh, you might find your name in the show um, if you if you tweet to us. So that would be lovely. Um, all right, great. See you on the other side. Lucy, that's the thing, though. This is the problem with you. Um, she looks at Nat. Uh, sorry, she. He looks at Natalie and realizes that mm, maybe she doesn't exactly know what's happening in this particular situation. He has already dropped a lot of hints about the fact that you know, not like dropping things like other worlds and centuries and stuff. But maybe it's not quite time to drop a word like an angel. So instead, he just says, "People of your kind." Uh, you know, the, you often think a little, just a little too highly of yourselves. You believe that you're the biggest, baddest, dangerous, most dangerous thing that's out there. But, um, hmm. we know that sometimes you're not quite enough, aren't you? So I'm trying to think if Lucy's stupid enough to attack him. She probably is. <laughs> like, like if, if, I, if I'm... If I'm playing the way uh, I'd imagine Lucy is, at this mm-hmm. point, she's irritated. She doesn't want to be here. She's pissed off. Uh, at this point, she doesn't care about the two people in here or the situ- situational mm. whatever. Uh, yeah, at this point, yeah, I mean, she's probably ready to throw a punch at this point. Yeah, okay. she, she's tired of the situation. Yeah. Um. So what are you going to do? You're going to do a... Well, you know, actually, it doesn't what, even matter. Try to kick some ass? Uh, y- yeah. You could, sure. Why don't, why don't you just try to kick some ass? Let's see what happens. <laughs> I mean, it's just, do I roll? Just yeah, roll, no, roll go, kick some ass? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Roll, roll a kick some ass then. Oh my gosh. Well, I think that this is going to work out just fine. Well, I rolled a 13. <laughs> you rolled a 13. Yeah. Interesting. Um, here's the only thing. Yeah. Uh, even though you did roll very, very well, yeah, uh, you can't hit what isn't there. Oh, <gasps> um, oh can Natalie use the sight? Uh, you can in just one brief moment. Okay. Um, essentially, you—it's one of those things where, like, obviously, in order to punch someone, right, you have to kind of like lean back and, yeah. or like you know, pull pull back rather, not not lean back, right, not like that <laughs> popular tune. Um, but you sort of wind up to hit. And, like, this is, like, this is perfect form. Like, this is one of the situations where if this connected, this this could potentially lay a person out. Um, and instead, as your hand pulls back, his hand comes up. And as your hand begins to move, he snaps his fingers. And now he is standing beside Natalie. And he says, okay, well... I am beginning to grow a little tired of this, Lucy. Um, I'm not so sure I have enough time for this right now. To be honest with you, I did actually get what I came here for. This uh, unfortunate child here dropped this Arby's uh, coupon, which, first off, gross. 
Um, second off, uh, the, the the back of it though had all the information that I that I really needed. Um, and now you're throwing punches, uh, kind of like a barbarian. Uh, so, you know, you, you can't even face me the way that we once did and meet me. In 1942. Can Natalie use the sight now, very quietly? Yes. Okay. What does that do? The sight. You can see the invisible, especially uh. spirits and magical influences. You may communicate with, maybe even make deals with the spirits you see. And they give you more opportunity to spot clues when you investigate a mystery. Sure. Uh, it's very you have to quiet, because she's like. Do you have to roll for that? Um, it doesn't say... Yeah, so let me just double check. Yeah. Because some of them, it's like a thing... It's like, a move. Right, but sometimes, like, on them, like, if you do it, like, if you don't do well, it makes you... Uh, it doesn't say. Hmm, yeah, it doesn't. Okay, I'm just going to assume that it's something that you can just do. Okay. The site, again, so in some moves, right, the reason why I was asking, mm-hmm. if you fail, it's like, maybe you get to use it, but it's like you open yourself to danger or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This looks like it's just... Something like a skill you possess. Right. Like yeah. it just sort of like it happens. Yeah. Because Natalie's like, this is weird. I've got two weird people here. Like this guy just showed up right next to me. Right. And he was saying like, you're kind. Like right. she thinks she's not alone in being He's very sexist. different in the world. So before. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So before I describe what you see in this room and everything. Tell me what what does it look like when you use this? Like what? How does this take hold? And mm-hmm. does it change the entire way you look at things in the world, or is it just that like certain things pop into frame? Or um, so my interpretation of this, mm-hmm. uh, she closes her eyes. Um, her like fingertips start to glow the same color that they did earlier. It's like very subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has her hands down. Um. And when her eyes close, the world sort of turns like everything's black, but the outline of everything is white. So it's kind of like a weird mm. cartoon of sorts. Um, but then, It's like an inverted version of yeah. like the AHA yeah, video. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Take On Me, sorry, video in case anyone's asking what I'm talking about. And um, if something is different, then... Um, or like a spirit or magical mm-hmm. invisible, it will show up the same color as her charm on her chakra. Mm, okay. Um, so you definitely see... Okay, so this is great. All right, so <laughs> this is what you see, right? As you start to sort of pull your head back up and begin to like look upon this this uh this world with a her new eyes set of look normal eyes. when she does this okay. so she can be really subtle um when you look upon it with quote unquote new eyes right um that just so happens to look normal <laughs> uh through the window uh she sees Jenkins old man Jenkins and uh he is on a phone um and oh, no. he's uh he's making a making a little call but old man Jenkins he looks normal um he looks like maybe somehow you can somehow tell that like his left knee is just like kind of like a little off. And it's like, <laughs> oh, man, this poor man, like he must have really just done some some business to his body doing this old beat, you know. Um, and then uh, Lucy, mm-hmm. Lucy has a 
kind of a different glow, kind of a different all around just appearance. There is a little bit of that outline, but like it's not even just it like what kind of almost pops in is an additional piece, if that makes any sense. So like there seems to be like an overall aura around around uh lucy but then there's also like a kind of larger looming structure like it it can't necessarily be outlined because it's uh it's not being used for lack of a better term um but what i will tell you as a player i can't like natalie can't figure this out just yet she will it's one of those things where the second she knows what Mm -hmm. lucy is she'll realize that those are the wings yeah that's like that is sort of like where they should be but that they are sort of being concealed. And it's like, what is this mass that is attached to this character, right? Um, I also realized that I'm like past my microphone and like talking weirdly. So hopefully I haven't heard um, <laughs> in this podcast. And then as you sort of turn to John, uh, John also has an aura, but it is very, very different. It's like, it's almost jagged around him right like whereas like it's almost like almost like a soft glow around lucy uh around john it is kind of craggly and like you know when you see like warped footage and stuff like that and there's like like little weird glitches it's like there's little glitches that sometimes kind of pop into frame in a way right when you're looking at john uh and also his eyes look drastically different like they do not look human. And John, who has been mostly focusing on Lucy and speaking almost primarily to Lucy, turns to look at you and says, oh, no, no, we can't be having that. You Stop doing that right now. I know what you're doing. And I mean, I suppose it doesn't necessarily matter if you know what I am or what she is, but it, it's very odd. The way that, you know, you all look at us when you use this gift. So let's let's do away with with this little extra vision, shall we call it. So then um, Natalie's freaking out. So she closes her eyes really tight, opens it back to normal and her fingers <sighs> back to normal. Too. That is much, much better. You know, to the human eye, everything looks the same. But um, well, to people like myself, it's almost as if you have almost like a magnifying glass, almost. Your eyes just become much more intense, and they're honestly, they're harder to read. And that's the way that we know that you're using it, and I like to be able to read a situation. I like to be able to read where I am. I realize that... Well, sure. Sorry, I know. <laughs> as, as, Colin, as Colin here. I realize that it's slightly a pun about the game, but that's not quite what I meant. Um, And... um. The last thing he says in this scene is simply, you know, if something doesn't happen soon, if 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 one of you doesn't make a move, I might just have to hurt somebody. And uh, I'd really like to not have to blow my cover here just yet. But, well, it looks like if old man Jenkins has his way, that's going to come to an end real soon. Uh, and we see, um, people standing 
in the precinct now, there's a couple more people, and they are all trained on the glass, looking into the room with you. Definitely formulating a plan, and you know that either that door or that glass is going to go very, very soon. Garth, uh, we are now with you. Um, you know, after this hour long, you know, stare down and like, you know, weird interrogations and a lot of silence and no one answering questions or John just sort of prattling on about nothing, mostly just to kind of deflect and also to bide time. Um, you know, we're kind of now all caught up. Uh, you are at the airport, um, and, uh, you are needing to get into town. What do you do? I call for a lift. Fantastic. Into, into <sighs> since I, I don't know exactly where I'm going, I'll just head into somewhere remotely downtown, um, but not like directly into downtown. Mm-hmm. What what time is it? Uh, it is now sort of like the wee hours of the morning here, um, just based upon, I mean, like, you know, she got a, she got this call pretty late. Got called into the precinct, took a little bit of time to get into the moment, took some time and, you know, all these hours and stuff. But then the the showdown took a number of hours. I would say, like, we're kind of, like, right at dawn. You know, okay. you, you basically took, like, a red eye, essentially, in and um, we're we're probably, like, I don't know, maybe we'll just say 6 a.m. at this point. Okay. Um, Which may be still kind of a little later than it probably should be, but, you know... TV doesn't work the same way as uh, as real life. Anyway, so who cares? Uh, well, then I am going to find a good, quiet uh, local coffee shop to go to, <laughs> grab a cup of coffee, and sort of just sit and try to contact who I don't know is... Nat- well, yeah, because Natalie sent me her, her contact information, so I know that it's at least someone named Natalie, and I have her phone number and probably her email address because she was emailing me as well, so I just kind of head there and see what I can find or see who I can or how, how I can contact her. For sure. Jordan, I just want to say thank you so much. You have given me a gift. You have given me not only one, but you've given me two things that I've been trying to find a way to to work back in here, and this is fantastic. Oh, good. So, well, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so in the little lift thing, right, you know, you uh, in your little app, you oh, use uh, promo code oh, uh, scavlift. thank God. Yes. And you type in Mama Java's uh, <gasps> Beans and More as the first local uh, spot that is open early. Um, it's kind of a mom mom and pa shop kind of thing. It's like it's not like Dunkin' Donuts where there's, you know, one in every corner or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like you have one in every major city. So there's like maybe 20 throughout the United States of America. Yeah, not yeah. a very big thing, but it's still kind of a local quieter shop. It's not super well known. Um, and so you see that they are already open and that they are serving, uh, that the coffee is hot and ready, as it says. Wonderful. Um, and they even have specials on donuts today. <laughs> um, and uh, so you, you type in that address and, you know, you see the, the lift pull up and uh, the window rolls down and you hear, um, you Garth? Yes. All right, buddy. Hey, why don't you hop in? It's me, your lift driver, Terry. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so Garth, Garth gets in, and Garth is thinking a little animated for very early, but 
we will make it. Hopefully, it's not a very long lift ride. Right. Um, so three you, you start hours. heading. It's three a.m. I must be <laughs> Yeah. All right. No, it's it's six a.m. Sorry. Anyway, so you're uh, you know you're driving into town. He's kind of quiet for the first little bit, and he's like, "So uh, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing out here?" Huh? Uh, don't you know the answer? No, really. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, you know, business or or the or pleasure. Uh, yes. Okay, fantastic. Um, so, you know, here's, here's the deal. Um, I've been, uh, lifting, right? <laughs> lifting, what's your, what's your lift, right? Uh, do you even lift? I, yeah, the answer is yes. Uh, Terry does. Oh, Terry, you're talking about yourself in third person again. You gotta stop that. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just been a long night. Uh, I tend to... To do this stuff, you know, I do this during the night. You know, it's a pretty big town, so you get kind of those extra hours. You know, the the kind of uh, what do they call those peak hours? You know, um, I'm about to call it quits. So uh, you know, you're kind of going to the perfect place. You're going, you're going to Mama Java's. I love that spot. Yeah. Uh, happy to help. Um, and so as you're sort of talking with Terry, uh, you start to actually drive past the local police department. And outside of the local police department, you see <laughs> quite a scene. Oh, no. Because Terry is pulling World up. Star. <laughs> Terry is pulling up and he's like, whoa, okay, I used to be able to turn left here, but, uh... What the hell is going on here? Sorry about this. I just... The whole damn SWAT team's out here. And uh, sure enough, there is a SWAT unit. There is all sorts of stuff. And there are people sitting outside this building waiting to go in. John has kind of grown tired of this. He's gotten what he's wanted. He knew that you're, you were going to let your pride kind of get the better of you. And uh, now he has a situation in which you're in some like major shit. And that's what he thinks. He's golden, right? Um, you're kind of surrounded now. Mm-hmm. You can see that there's people trained and ready to come in. Like, you Wait, have so a, all the police officers saw him like disappear? No. This, no? So that happened. So like when he had initially did that, that yeah. was basically when Jenkins was on the phone. Right. Wait, then when did all these SWAT people show up? So again, right. So this is one of those things where it's like, you know, we cut away for a little bit and then we come mm-hmm. back and it's a few minutes later sort of thing. So, you know, they scrambled the teams pretty quickly. You know, it's again, it's late. Some people were already getting ready to come in. They like rushed to get here a little early. There's people, a couple people at another precinct about, mm, let's say 10, 15 minutes down the road. They sent some of their people. So basically it's just one of these things where it's like, you know, okay. in the course of 15 to 20 minutes, all of a sudden, you know, you've got people, Arriving and okay. you know showing up. Old man Jenkins, you know, had his back turned to you uh, during the initial, you know, pop. And at the I feel end like of the as day, as soon as that happened, I'd want to leave. Mm. I'd want to be out of there. Sorry, sorry if, if I if I didn't make that like no, you're fine. Or, or or voice that opinion. Uh, you're totally fine. Um, so uh, what are you gonna do? Um, I mean, it's like. <laughs> I feel like I'm partially responsible for why for the situation, but I don't really know you. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm speaking. I'm speaking out loud. 
Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, what exactly Lucy would do in this situation. Honestly, she would probably just, like, every man for himself. Every angel for themselves. <laughs> she she probably gives you a look. And, like... <laughs> do you make that... Sorry, you can't... We, audio listeners can't see this. You're giving me a look of, like, a puppy at the adoption, like, facility being like, you're not picking me? <laughs> wow, you monster. <laughs> it's like... I, I, it turns out the monster of the week all along was the friends that we made. What the an inside. absolute <laughs> monster. Absolutely. Yeah, for people who don't know, I, Stephanie, have very large eyes. <laughs> very big eyes. <laughs> uh, okay, Lucy probably says something along the lines of like, like Help me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry. Uh, like, 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 I'm sorry, honey. Uh, I think I should probably get out of here. Before sorry, the situation. What was that voice? Sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I feel like I should get out of here before the situation gets a little Natalie out of says, control. I know what you are. You do. Please help me and we can talk more and I'll tell you what I am. I didn't think you'd be so quick to help. All right, well, let's go then. Okay. And so getting, yeah. Where are you uh, going to pop out to? Well, so that's the thing. As I have to I have to roll. So this this very well may not work. Okay, but here we go. I've got to back up. So that thirteen I rolled uh, on a ten plus. Uh, one of the options is I can give myself one forward. So that gives me on a ten plus. Do you um, have an advanced move already? Nope, that's just the regular move. Uh, rolling a ten plus allows me to either add one damage. Oh, you're right. You're right. Damage you're right. Or take a forward. Okay, so you're going to take a forward. I'm going to take a forward. Nice. All right. And then I will probably like put my hand on your shoulder and let's roll before <laughs> I try to say anything. Okay, here we go. So right before you roll, tell yeah. me where you are picturing you're going to end up. Mama Chavez. <laughs> is that is that the equivalent of Starbucks in this world? Because that was Basically, the first. Basically, I guess. Yeah, if that's, where I, if that's where I popped in. Okay. Yeah. Well... Do you want to look at the dice? <laughs> I can't see them. Hang on. My, my laptop's there in the way. There are two sixes. <gasps> Holy shit. Oh, my gosh. Graham Wonderful. got a 13. Uh, 14, actually. Wow. I, I plus one weird. <gasps> oh, my God. So, Graham yes! got- Yes! Yeah. So, okay, cool. So, that I can paint, this, I can paint <coughs> the scene. So, so, not only did you pop out, but they yeah. also already had a coffee and a oh, donut perfect. ready? No, I'm kidding. Sorry, go ahead. No, you, you, you paint the scene. So... He does his fancy little snap and 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 phase out of my punch. And I like to think, like, I follow through with my punch and make a little dent in the wall. Mm. Eh? <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Um, and, and once I put my hand on my shoulders, it's like, uh, uh, I don't know. Are, are you more of a, uh, a coffee or a tea person? And then as I wait for her to respond, uh, basically, I mean, I, I, I still don't know how the flavor works exactly. But it's something along the lines of like, like two very ah, this this room's cramped. Oh well, two very big and beautiful like gray angel wings just pop out of my back as I put my hand on your shoulder, <laughs> and then we just kind of blink. <laughs> and Natalie looks like what? <laughs> and then maybe we appear in like the alley next to mm-hmm. Mama Java's, so we don't just appear right. in the middle of the area. <laughs> okay, um, so these are our final moments. This is how. The three of you come together. Um, I'm going to paint a little bit of this picture here. Um, not to necessarily dictate how characters act, but I think yes. that this is just sort of 
a little bit of that like just sort of i think what makes sense a little bit narratively okay. right yes. almost I'm like i'm sorry cuz cuz i jumped in and kind of retroactively no, no, no. pulled things backwards i You're apologize totally fine. for that no, no no i think this is this is just a little bit of like almost like an ending scene here mm-hmm. right and obviously like the things that are said will still be given to you guys but uh so you show up in the alleyway as all of this is happening terry figures out how to get around this like weird blockade that's in the middle of the road and kind of drives around the corner and does like a you know new orleans uh right hand turn <laughs> um and and uh you know he he uh he, he's dropping garth off and uh he says like hey uh you know uh, if you if you need anything else you know why, why are you in town uh you know sorry i'm doing the wrong accent sorry Hey, you know if uh, if you need anything else while you're in town, you can uh, you can always hit up old Terry. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I like to believe in like concierge, you know. So um, my belief is that if you're visiting in town, like you know, you have my lift information and everything like that, you can request me and stuff. Now, we have little referral codes right there. It's uh it's Terry M eight L L. Um. So uh, yeah. So you can uh. You can request me there, and uh, you know I'll pop up, and uh, and uh, that'll be that. Um, uh, so, uh, it's Terry Madel. Uh, it's a stupid joke from the from the guy who. When they come by and they help you set up your car and everything, they they ask you for referral codes and like they ask you like things like, "Oh, what do you like?" and everything like that. And stupidly, I said meatball subs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's his little joke about meatballs. It's stupid. Okay. Dumb Terry. Anyway, sorry. So anyway, yeah, you can request me, and I'll, I'll drive you around town, and I promise I won't talk to you about meatballs. Sure. Well, uh, thanks. <laughs> and so, uh, you head into the Mama Javas, and, uh, uh, as that is happening, you get a text message. And it's Oh, sorry, a message, not text, but you got a message uh, from Natalie. Natalie, what are you telling him? I'm at Mama Java's. I'm outside Mama Java's with a friend. We can trust her. Can we meet soon? Thank you. And, uh, Garth, what is your response? In the time that Natalie had sent Garth a message, Garth realized, you know, he didn't really... Well, no, he already took his phone off airplane mode, never mind. Uh, but Garth had been go. inside <laughs> and have uh, has ordered. And, like, he realizes the severity of the situation. And, like, now there's more people involved. And now he doesn't know not one, but he doesn't know who, who two people are. And he doesn't know who the one person was in the video at all. So... Uh, Garth, I guess, a little bit sarcastically went, uh, he messages back, waiting for my coffee. Be right out. 